Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game. Ah, just a deep sigh because I kind of don't want to be here right now because last night House of Cards dropped and all I can think about is Underwood 2020, Underwood 2024, 2028, 2032. <laughs> That's all I can think about. So. This is probably going to be uh, a short one. Uh, we're going to breeze over some of the highlights from the weekend's action preview, this upcoming weekend's talent pool. Two words for you, Wonder Woman. So, yes, let's, as as uh, as Frank Underwood just beckoned me from the beginning of episode five, um, I'm trying to binge as best I can, yet still hold down my professional responsibilities. <clears throat> you know, he is now officially my new daddy. So we got to, we got to, we got to get going. Dad, Daddy's calling. <laughs> daddy's calling. Okay, so, <clears throat> all right, so very, very tight race again in the feature presentation. Really do appreciate all the great gameplay out there. Uh, I think we might see some familiar faces at the top. Um, and this is one of those weekends where I just kind of threw my hands up. Didn't know what to do. I mean, uh, I mean, maybe the pricing was 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 a little little too on on the nose, but it was just one of those tough weeks where I didn't like any of my call sheets. So you know, I didn't have a lot of confidence or bravado going into uh, <clears throat> into last weekend. And you know, I guess fourth isn't too bad, but um, really would like to beaten out these guys. Keep seeing these guys at the top. We know it, you know. So let's take a look at at some of. Uh, these top five call sheets. Ring Balls 22, also our call sheet of the week. Congratulations, Ring Balls. Three straight weeks. First time since we've had up there. Uh, aside from me, actually, we are tied. Ha, there we go, Ring Balls. We are tied for most consecutive call sheets of the week. If you win again, then you will have the unofficial record for call sheets of the week. So good to keep it up. Keep up the good work in. This is his call sheet of the week. He has a Pirates of the Caribbean headliner stack. He has a three-pack from Norman, a headliner stack from Paris Can Wait, uh, and then headliners from The Wedding Plan, Boss Baby, and Gifted. And his and he only won by 0.38 points over uh, over Gamble 24-7, so extremely tight race. And, and honestly... It could have been any one of these last five down here that that got him the victory. Just a very solid call sheet, headliner heavy. I think he's got nine headliners. Oh wow, that's pretty. It's pretty impressive. He's got nine headliners, so it's a very impressive call sheet. And and yeah, this kind of shows goes to show you the strength of the headliner because even if you have uh, a movie that doesn't you know really break out of the box office like a Paris can wait on the platform end, or hell even Boss Baby on the limited end. Limited was just a dumpster fire this week. You know, I just really had no, really was no safe haven for limited as there were, as there was several, several weeks ago with Latin lover, how to be a Latin lover. Uh, so just the fact that he's able to get some points at all at a, at a boss baby is, <clears throat> is, uh, is pretty good. And, and this is, this is a fairly stars and scrubsy strategy, but it all, I think it all kind of came down to these last four or five actors from these different films and you know and as it goes to show you every not even every point every tenth every hundredth of a point counts in the cinema draft game well done ring balls 22 getting call sheet of the week by 0.38 points as well as sweeping feature presentation best boy and the key grip contest so let's so what the runner-up get 
besides 2750, Gamble 247. <clears throat> his call sheet, okay, his call sheet had a headliner stack of Pirates, had a headliner stack from Lowriders, had a five pack of Paris Can Wait, including the headliner stack, and then he had Stanley Tucci, a non headliner from Beauty and the Beast. And just goes to show you, there's, as they say, several ways to skin a cat. Now, obviously, this week, <clears throat> I mean, because the difference between Pirates and all the other films was just monumental. Let's take a look at the box office real quick. Pirates did 62.6 million. I can't believe, I mean, I can, but I can't. But going into this weekend, I mean, it, we, we knew that it was going to beat Baywatch. We just were going to wonder by how much. How badly did Baywatch perform? I mean, and this and this makes me sad because Baywatch is a good freaking movie. I enjoyed the hell out of Baywatch. It is raunchy. It is funny. It's uh, it's got a, a bit of action. The chemistry is great between all all the main characters. I mean, and it's by far the prettiest cast probably in motion picture history. I mean, god dang, those those people are gorgeous uh, and and very bikini laid and everything. I mean, it, it was it was a perfect summer movie and. And, you know, full disclosure, I did go to school with and act in a few plays and, and somewhat know the the director, Seth Gordon, you know, but, I mean, there's other stuff that he's done that I haven't been as, as, as high on. But I really love Baywatch. It's a great fucking time. And to see it just get, you know, crucified by critics and, and people just not going out to see it is just, I mean – what do you want, America? I mean, seriously, what do you want? We give you exactly what makes this country great. A multi-ethnic, beautiful, gorgeous cast, half-naked, sweating and running, dripping wet, stuff blows up, people crack jokes. There's, I mean, you know, raunchy, raunchy jokes, smart jokes, funny jokes, pop culture jokes. It's everything you would want. What do you want, America? That's all I got to say. Baywatch is great. I gave it four reels. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, and it's underperforming. 18 point, essentially 18.6 million, 18.57 million over the three-day weekend for which we uh, for which we scored. We did not count uh, Monday's take. And, I mean, damn. I mean, I don't know what more to say. That's just, that's just really disappointing for Baywatch. So there are so there, there, there some strategies where people try to fade – Pirates get more Baywatch, or 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 try to spread around with Guardian. But if hell, if Guardians of the Galaxy in its fourth weekend could beat Baywatch, I mean that you know Baywatch's opening weekend, that's just not a good sign. So so uh, you need to have a headliner stack from Pirates to to survive. So good job, Gamble twenty four seven. He you know and he kind of you know was leaning into. Jay Devlin's advice a little bit. I'm not sure if you actually heard that podcast, but Jay Devlin's a big fan of stacking. You know, you find a movie you like, you stack its actors. And that's exactly what Gamble 24-7 did in this case. Real close, but, you know, no cigar. Great, great effort, though, Gamble 24-7. And I do believe he did go on to take, what was that, the background, background talent. So you're still a winner in our book, G24X7. You're a boy. All right. Who else? Michael Volante. Come on down. Number three, 219.06 points. He was just wow, look at that. He was just a he was less than a point and a half off the pace. Good for third and eighteen seventy-five. He also had a headliner stack of pirates, headliner stack of lowriders, a four pack of Paris can wait. Uh, non-headliner from Gifted, 
and Dan Stevens headlining from Beauty and the Beast. So just goes to show you every, I cannot stress this enough, every point counts. Those headliner points are super crucial. Get them where you can. Having a nine, I, mean, I do believe, I mean, having a nine headliner call sheet, even though his strategy was a little bit more uh, spread out, as far as act, as far as the different movies for these actors is what probably got ring balls to the top. I'm not saying you have to head. I'm not saying you need to 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 add any old actor from any old movie as a headliner to your call sheet, but it just goes to show you that headliners matter. I mean, the difference between one, two, three, the difference between a six headliner call sheet and and a nine headliner call sheet in this case this week was about you know 1.42 points and it's also the difference between 4625 and 1875 either way there's a good looking call sheet michael volante you know already one of our strongest players you know very active in the group chat i'm so i'm still keep him in the group chat y'all i mean i'm just saying it's open to everybody you need to get in there because we're getting some high level intel in there I mean, like, just real. I mean, Michael Volante is a veteran of the movie industry. Uh, I think on the exhibitor side, maybe. Uh, uh, was uh, Ring Balls works in the movie theater, so he's giving us like great intel because he's, I think, you know, Midwest, East Coast, something like that. So, so we'll be getting reports for like the seven o'clock shows and the ten o'clock shows, you know, uh, Central or, or Eastern time, and that's well before, you know. Uh, theater lock at 10 p.m. Pacific time. So he's able to get like, you know, just even getting some of those, seeing traffic patterns in his theater, you know, I mean, he's able to get some some insight, insight, which helps his call sheets out and lets him adjust on the fly before theater lock at 10 p.m. Pacific time. So I got to say, everybody, is that, you know, if you're, if you're trying to get good at the game, <clears throat> you're listening to the podcast, and you're following our social media and what have you, the last step is join the group chat. A lot of good intel on there. A lot of good intel in there. All right, let's see my 218.06 point call sheet. And basically, I did what I do. I did a headliner stack from Pirates. I did a four-pack from Norman. I really needed that form for me. It just did okay. Uh, pair, headliner from Paris can, can wait. A non-headliner from Paris can wait. And then the wedding plan, which did not do that badly, considering. I mean, you know, you got a little bang for your buck. Only 5,100 in platform release, 4.34 points for a headliner. <clears throat> and also, I also went with the Boss Baby, 6,100 for Steve Buscemi as a headliner, 4.82 points. And yeah, and I'll tell you, I was, I was about two points off. Um, oh, man, I guess I could have had more Paris Can Wait. Headliner, headliners from Paris Can Wait looks like it was where it's at. Like if I had taken off one of these, you know, Normans, which I thought I was going to do more and they get a headline from Paris can wait <clears throat> another headline from Paris can wait. Then, you know, I would have been in there in there like swimwear as someone once told me. So not a bad call sheet, just not a top five call. Not just not a top call sheet. And then rounding out the top five. Excellent. He's been coming on of late. Um, that is X. Excellent. And yeah, he has a headliner stack from Pirates, headliner stack from Lowriders, uh, one, two, three, four, a five pack of Gifted, and Stanley Tucci as a non headliner from Beauty and the Beast. And he was only three points off the pace. His difference was he only had five headliners, six headliners, sorry. And once again, the difference between six headliners and nine headliners might just be 
winning the feature presentation. And we will take a look at a, a non-traditional or, or a non-top call sheet, just kind of see what other, other players were thinking. Um, you know what? Let's take a look at Nimi. She should be on our podcast tonight with Momo, uh, Nick and Momo, the Nick and Momo show. Uh, so I will, that should be going up tomorrow morning. I'm looking forward to recording that. If I could tear myself away from House of Cards. Underwood 2028, 2032, <laughs> 2036. Oh, I can't wait. All right, let me finish this. Okay. Uh, so Nimi, what were you thinking, Nimi? So you did have, so Nick did have one headliner. She did, she had the headliner, Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean, arguably the more expensive of the headliners. Uh, she had a headliner stack from Wedding Plan. She had a headliner from Berlin Syndrome, which was only on two screens, I think. So that was going to be a, a tough road to hoe. Um, she also had, oh, okay, and she, and she had Zach Efron from Baywatch. And like I said, that underperformed, only good for 26 points uh, and kind of pricey at 19800 But we live and we learn. Uh, and then Long Strange Trip, that was a documentary for The Grateful Dead. And once again, shout out to Ringballs up in the group chat, because I was just about to add Long Strange Trip back to the talent pool this week when he pointed out to me that it was only going to do like a qualifying run or whatever, like, like on two screens, New York and L.A., I think, for Long Strange Trip uh, and before <clears throat> it went uh, straight to Netflix, which is just, I mean, you know what? That kind of pissed me off because I went to the exhibit. I actually looked this one up. It was supposed to be in like 45 screens or something. It only came out on two. That's just dumb. I'm annoyed. So I think that – so I'm pretty sure I left it out of, the, uh, out of the talent pool this week. That's just really annoying because, I mean, you do – I mean, I do do some research for this game. I mean, I mean, and I'm sure once we have more resources and, and have like more staff, whatever, I'll be able to do more. But dang it, I was really counting on a long, strange trip. I was looking forward to seeing it. I counted – I went to the, to the exhibitor's site or somewhere and, and saw, like, was it 31 screens or something? So I'm still disappointed that didn't, that didn't pan out. So anyways, that's my little rant, end rant, slash R. Um, okay, so, and then she had Alien Covenant, and, and yeah, and then Beauty and the Beast headliner. So, the only thing about this call sheet is, like I said, if you, I mean, now, I, I love the, I like the risk-taking Mimi. I like, I like the fact that you try to think outside the box, try to get some Baywatch, try to get some, <clears throat> uh, some Alien Covenant, although Alien, I had a feeling, wasn't going to, to hold a lot, considering it only came in at like what was it thirty six million a uh, week or two ago, whatever. But but yeah, so this one, I mean, you're kind of screwed by Long Strange Trip. I I actually had some Long Strange Trip on my other call sheets and the other contests that you know. I mean, yeah, we we basically got the minimum. It it barely registered. It had like twenty three thousand in grosses or whatever, thirty four thousand in grosses, seventeen thousand per screen, which is good, but it's only on two screens, and so we got the minimum. Uh, one point uh, minimum uh, for non-headliner and 1.40 for a headliner. So you kind of got screwed there. Berlin Syndrome only on three screens. Wasn't really going to do much there. Or how many screens was that on? It was on, oh, it was, sorry, it was on 25. Still didn't do anything. I think it did like 91,000 or something. So once again, you got the minimum. And uh, so I like, like, I like the risk taking, uh, but uh, it looks like this, the only way you were going to succeed this week if you had two of uh, the headliner stack actually of pirates so appreciate the call sheet Mimi 
talk to you tonight. You and Momo, let's get it in. Okay, so yes, the new the new uh, talent pool. Let's take a let's take a quick gander at this. So we've got four one no actually one two three four you have five new movies. Wonder Woman, four thousand screens. Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. Okay, <laughs> three idiotas. Our three F of the week looks like another Mexican film. I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, God of War. This one, I'm, I think it's I think it's a Chinese flick. So let's keep our eye out for that one. It's only on 25 screens though, so it might not give you what you want. But let's keep our eye out for that. Uh, and then this is another case where I went to the distributors page. I think it's Wellgo USA, and physically counted the number of <clears throat> of theaters. And then there's Churchill, which I'm guesstimating around 200, only because I lost count somewhere after 100 <clears throat> uh, as far as the number of theaters and screens going to be on this weekend. So Churchill, which is uh, of course based on a biopic uh, about Winston Churchill, the famous English. Was he a prime minister? I guess he was prime minister, yeah, uh, during World War II. Uh, that's coming out. So that's got some built-in name wreck. That actually should be you know, pretty decent. I'll be very intrigued to see. Uh, I think Platform This Week is going to come down to Churchill or Three Idiotas. If I were a betting man, I would put my money on Three Idiotas. I'd back it on your call sheet. I mean, there might be some scenarios where I might – I mean, who knows? I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's going to, you know – do its thing, but one of them is going to be super expensive. I mean, you know, look at it. Like, <clears throat> uh, there it goes. Uh, look at it. Chris Pine, the cheapest two headliners at 34000 And then Gal Gadot, aka Bay, <laughs> she's 35200 So, yeah, um, kind of pricey. Can't really stack it. So, uh, I might grab one of the Wonder Womans. And then what do we have for. Uh, I think I know what I'm doing too here with uh, idiot. Yeah, three idiotas is priced up because I mean it's on the higher end of platform, 325 screens. It's got Mexico going in its favor. Um, Martha Higareda. Oh man, uh, uh, yeah, Mar Martha. Uh, Marta. Marta Higareda. Uh, she's a star. Like I've seen her name before. Um, and also Vadhir Derbez. I wonder if that he's related to Eugenio Derbez, the star of How to Be a Latin Lover. He might be, but just based on Marta Higareda, she she's a she's a star in those parts. So I actually like its chances. It could surprise us. It, it could give us like one to one point two million. You know, on you know on some on some you know sneak attack type shit. So yeah. So I like three videos a lot. How much I can get of it, anyone's call. So I might look at a Mac stack there. I might look at um, with with a Wonder Woman headliner, and then figure out my limited release one. But uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, Baywatch, my my one to just avoid. It's just going down quickly, which is oh, the movie is so much fun, y'all. Y'all are just missing out. You're missing out. Uh, what else? Uh, Captain Underpants actually might not be a bad move. There's, it's uh, alone as far as a new animated release. It's been a while, so you might want to check out. Might want to check that one out. Ed Helms headlining seventeen thousand two hundred. Kevin Hart, the cheaper of the two, at seventeen thousand. God, Kevin Hart is everywhere. Come out your toaster oven, Kevin Hart. Um, what else? He's even playing poker right now. My lord, you know, slow down, Kevin Hart. Slow down. Um, 
And, uh, and by the way, great article on Kevin Hart in Fast Company a couple of months ago. I think he was on the cover, two or th actually three or four months ago. I guess the, I mean, because traffic is terrible in LA, and I know because he's lived in LA for nine years. Uh, he has a van that he gets driven in or whatever. Like, it, that, yeah, it's, it's like a van. He has like a, a van at, that where he gets driven, where he has his own driver to navigate all these meetings he has in LA, and he sits there in the back just getting work done, like nonstop. <laughs> it sounds like heaven. Um, let's see what else this week looks good. Wedding plan might expand some more. Keep your eye out on that out for that. Uh, and Norman might be on, on the decline. So you might want to avoid that, but we'll go into all this a little bit more in depth with the shot list tonight. And I got to go. My daddy's calling me Frank Underwood, Underwood, 2028, Underwood, 2032. 2036. Oh, man. Ooh, got the tingles. All right, everybody. So that's been this highly distracted uh, micropod for you. Uh, you guys know what to do. Simmadraft.co. Sign up. Tell your friends. Expand this prize pool, this player pool. I'm with all that. Check out all of our social media across all the platforms, our official blog. Uh, so, uh, at medium.com slash at Cinemadraft. Also, make sure to check out uh, and, and subscribe via iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, or to our YouTube channel if you want to see all this stuff. Always good stuff. And and between now and then, I mean, between now and our next podcast, I know I have a date in front of my big screen, but hell, let's go see a movie or something.